Hello. Hey, sorry about that. Well, that is fucking crystal clear. Yeah, I couldn't get reception. I'm in a. I couldn't talk either. I uh, uh, I'm in a building <laughs> uh, in downtown Vancouver with a psychic who's terrible. She's uh, a psychic. Apparently, oh, she, she keeps she keeps reading. She keeps feeling things in the room. She's so far off on everything. It's ridiculous. Um, she almost should have guessed things just by default at that point. Yeah, and like just no mention of a daughter whatsoever. Like you think that would be the biggest thing? And I'm like, well, there's one thing that you're not mentioning that's a little weird and. <laughs> And I'm not going to tell her what it is, but she hasn't figured it out yet. But, yeah, it's been pretty funny. She's been way off. I've, I'm trying to pick up this girl, and it's her friend. Oh, so we're sitting there. But for some reason, my phone won't work in her building. Oh, that's annoying. Um, let me just make sure we're recording here. All right, we are recording. But, yeah, um, it's just this good-looking lady who liked my guitar playing, and I was like, okay, well, I'll hang out with you for the night, but she's got the annoying friend. Of course. And then the annoying friend uh, picked up a dude. So and he's some weird hippie guy, but somehow he's talking to the one I want to hook up with, and I'm talking to the annoying one. Oh, the switcheroo. Yeah. Now, it's, I don't think it's going to end up that way, but uh, it might end up no way. I don't know now. <laughs> but it, it's fun anyway I guess but yeah she's just terrible she's the worst like just, ah, I don't know can't even come close and it's it's almost to the point where it's really annoying well yeah it sounds like, like it either get something right or stop <laughs> like yeah <laughs> oh that's just fantastic <sighs> Oh, yeah. Yeah, every day is an adventure, Plenty. You know, I'm never not entertained. I'll say that much. <laughs> For damn sure. <laughs> How's things with you? Good. Um, I had an interesting thing happen. Well, a funny thing happened at the, at the end of the day today. I had, uh... <laughs> so, my girlfriend made this French onion soup uh, last night for dinner. And when she makes it, she caramelizes the onions by cooking them in butter. Right. So it's got this really rich buttery flavor, but she just used a little bit too much butter. So it's more like a French butter soup. <laughs> By the time we ended up eating it, it was delicious. Don't get me wrong. I mean, fuck, shit just slid right down the throat. It was great. But it's given me some really interesting gas today. <laughs> oh, good. So I'm sitting at the end of the day. I'm working. <laughs> Stock on the shelf, I farted, and oh my god, the smell. I mean, I was starting to gag from it myself, and I, I smelled death. Wow. You know I mean? like, it was just putrid. And uh, so my, one of my co-workers, Matt, comes over to me, and he's standing next to me, and he's helping me just organize these fucking potatoes, and he's just like, is that potatoes? Did you fart? I'm just, I just start killing myself laughing. I'm like, yeah. He goes, oh, you're on your own. That's terrible. <laughs> and he walks away. Well, as soon as he walks away, a customer comes over, and I see her sniffing. She, I go, it was him. <laughs> and he's walking away. <laughs> She's like, that's terrible. I'm like, I know. I got to work with him. <laughs> that's hilarious. Oh. So, of course, now that I've dropped the car off and everything else, and I'm walking home, I got a shit like you won't believe, and there is nowhere for me to go. Oh, I hate that. Yeah. <laughs> that happened to me one time when I was working at Staples. I had to go to Surrey for my forklift training, yeah. and I was stuck in a bus stop in the middle of nowhere. And uh, same thing, just I, oh, so close to shitting myself, it was ridiculous. <laughs> I finally ran and got a SkyTrain and ran to uh, New West Station. Because there's all the businesses there. <laughs> and of course, it's like, uh, bathrooms are for customers only. I'm like, I'm going to shit on your floor, dude. Well, <laughs> <laughs> if I make some money, I will buy something. Just give me a fucking Where order. was it? I think it was Booster Juice or some expensive taco oh. place. Something I couldn't afford, anyway. <laughs> that's why that was a big thing in my platform. No customer use bathrooms. <laughs> Allow me the option to not shit on your floor, please. 
it's always a good option. Well, I'm, I'm, I hope you make it. <laughs> yeah, so do I. <laughs> I gotta find somewhere to pee here. I can't even speed walk because of my ankle, and I'm wearing my work oh, shoes and built those shoes, so I can't even like speed walk my way home. That sucks. <laughs> but yeah, so just need a slow truck and hope that I can just keep my mind off it. <laughs> Who the hell can I piss? Well, we'll keep your mind off it. I did look up some uh, pot, the all the different provincial laws. Okay. They're all pretty much the same, actually. Well, yeah, they they set up like a basic guideline, and then they're allowing each province, uh, for the most part, freedom enough to set their own sort of guidelines. Yeah, there's some interesting stuff. So um, I'll just jump in real quick. We'll get it done as fast as we can here. Uh, Hi there. Oh, shit, it's Wednesday. I'm looking at yesterday. Hi there. Happy Wednesday. It's September 26, 2018. I'm Eric talking at you as always from beautiful downtown Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, where I'll bet dollars to dimes that Justin Trudeau is looking for a new job around this time next year. But uh, in 21 days, he's going to start making his mark in history for being the first Canadian Prime Minister to show up to work high as fuck. (laughs) (laughs) And admit to it. (laughs) For the next year, you know, why wouldn't he? Right? Yeah. He's going to be the one who legalized pot. And he's only, he's our age, for Christ's sake. Like, why wouldn't he party? <laughs> and just show up to work. He's, they're going to be... There's so much they can tear him apart for during the campaign next year. And well, he can just sit there and not give a shit. I love it. <laughs> All right, buddy. He'll be sitting there eating Snickers bars giggling. Oh, yeah, he will be. And he'll be like, okay, hey, hey, Harjeet. You you run the NDP, I'll run the THC. We'll see who wins, okay, buddy? <laughs> <laughs> who do you think's getting the votes? He'll be sitting in the corner just going, pipeline. <laughs> and just talking to the media, I can just picture it. Like, Andrew Shearer says that you've ruined Canadian industry. How do you respond? He's like, I think you should shear off a zip of some of the shit I got in my office, man. <laughs> this would be great oh my god i forgot i have a curfew and stuff anyway um yeah welcome to the show everybody that kind of uh we got 21 days october 17th is the official date of legalization in canada um, and Ontario is so far behind on the thing that this first official store won't open up until April of next year. <laughs> 95 years of prohibition in Canada. Over, just like that. Um, oh, 95 years of stupid prohibition. Stupid prohibition. And I, I mean, prohibition is always stupid. It doesn't work. It's, it's proven to, to be a failure in every aspect. Every time they try to institute it. Yep. Um, but, yeah, Ontario, I was going to let you fill us in on Ontario. Um, <laughs> but I do have there, I have it written down, too. I've also got that my more of my uh, Justin Trudeau impersonation I'll do as the, uh, <laughs> as the show goes on. Excellent. <laughs> Oh man! <laughs> Hi. His great his his commercial looks like. Hi, I'm Justin Trudeau. Did I do a bunch of stupid shit in the last four years? Yeah, I did. But fuck it, I made marijuana legal, man. <laughs> <laughs> you can't fault me for that. <laughs> hey, RG. Yeah, I love that. Hey, RG. You keep running the NDP. I'll keep running the THC. We'll see who gets the votes, buddy. <laughs> Hey, uh, hey, Elizabeth May, leader of the Green Party. Why don't you get a job, you fat bitch? <laughs> Just kidding. She's kidding. Lizzie, you know I love you. <laughs> you're, you're good, Chubby. You're good. It's going to be such a great year oh, for man. politics. Um, but yeah, he's obviously going to party, and people are going to lose their mind. You see people get, uh, get along better in, in Parliament Hill because of this. You would think, right? Too high, too high to care. <laughs> I hope that's how it goes. I, I really, if that's the way our country goes, I will be ecstatic. <laughs> that would that's be wonderful. 
just let them legally get a high and then do parliament and everything be fine. Now, where did I put? Well, yeah, do Why not? We don't going to get any worse. <laughs> it really can't. We're we're at an all-time low for our country, so why not try just partying? <laughs> no, it, it could it could it could work. I mean, yeah, and that's that's kind of his mo. But people are going to lose their minds. You remember that there was that photo of him with Obama, and they were having a beer, and they had their sleeves rolled up. Yeah, and people went nuts about how unprofessional it was and how he was too young and couldn't do the job. And I'm like, what? He's having a beer with the president after work. What's wrong with that? <laughs> and yeah, but even if, but if he sat there and if he had a glass of wine and had his sleeves down with his legs crossed as he does, then they just would have mocked him for that anyway. So yeah, he really can't win. No. So that's what get high and fuck it. Yeah, exactly. I want his political uh, slogan to just be, fuck it. <laughs> this is my candidate, eh? Fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> Who wants beaver tail? <laughs> fuck it. Go with THC. <laughs> so here we go. I go, go, because um, he's made this legislation and he's left it up to the provinces. So he's free and clear, because if this goes bad... It wasn't his fault. The provinces came up with the rules. That's right. It's a brilliant cop-out. And yeah, very... It's the first little bit of political maneuvering I've known him to do. Where he's he's just weaseling his way out of any culpability if uh, if this goes wrong. It's uh, He hasn't done that in his career so far, and I, I was disappointed by that. But I've been disappointed by the whole pot thing right from the beginning, so... And like I said, how the whole thing has been handled has been one big massive letdown on top of another. And um, the, the not the least of which is the fact that we're not addressing the issue with the border. Um, because now anyone, anyone working in the cannabis industry is not allowed to cross the border. Well, it's not that they're not allowed. It's that if they get asked, so here's the three things that they can catch you with at the border. So if so the U.S. has already pre-classed a law where if they deem it necessary, they can confiscate and go through your cell phone. Right. Now, if they do this and if they ask you certain questions and you answer it too honestly, um, they can ban you, lifetime ban you from entering the USA if you have smoked pot, if you work at a dispensary, and right. the most outrageous of all of it, if you invested in the marijuana industry. Right. Which is just the dumbest thing I've ever heard of in my life. Especially when I, at my last count, I believe it was 28 states now have legalized yeah. it. Yeah. And then you're going to say you're not allowed to invest into it? Like, that, that's just, that's, that's just, that's like dumb. <laughs> it, it makes no sense to me. No, none at all. Um, oh, shit, did I lose crazy... Uh, all right, talk for a sec, Gordon, because I'm going to look for a piece of paper that's... Ah, uh, shit. <laughs> I'm just kind of enjoying this. <laughs> uh, well, ladies and gentlemen, let me tell you. I'm trying to pick up a girl, and I think I've lost her phone number. Oh, no. Uh, oh, there it is. I got it. We're, we're safe okay. again. There we go. Um, and now someone's looking at me weird because I said that. Uh, okay, where were we here? Um, oh, she laughed at that. Good, good. All right. Uh, Alberta. Legal age will be 18. Um, I agree with it. It'll be sold only in private stores, but the government will do online sales. Okay. But, it, but uh, it'll be private, like, dispensary-style stores. Um... And it'll be, pro it's prohibited in cars. It's not allowed in cars. Yeah. And uh, anywhere that tobacco is already prohibited, marijuana will be as well. So that's Alberta. Um, and you're allowed four plants for personal. You can grow four plants, um, but landlords can, it, it's, landlords have uh, veto power. If they don't want it there, they can. Yeah. No. Okay. Um, and that's pretty common through all the provinces. Um, Manit Ontario is six. Manitoba, the legal age will be 19. 
mm-hmm. um, which is odd because it's one year more than their drinking age, and that's strange. <laughs> um, it'll only be sold in private retailers. The government liquor stores aren't going to touch it. Um, absolutely no personal cultivation is legal. You're not allowed any plants, nothing like that. Which makes no sense. Um, and uh, two things that are unique to Manitoba. Um, number one, it's going to be illegal to sell to anyone who's intoxicated. So if you're drunk, you can't go buy a joint. Oh, um, and in Manitoba, municipalities can make up their own regulations. So each town can have its own rules if it wants. Oh, wow. That could get messy. It could, yeah. I could see that being ugly. Now, Ontario is doing the same thing, but every municipality is going to have a one-time um, opt-out chance. And if they don't take it, then that ship sails. Now, do they have the option to opt back in once they've opted out? I don't know. I would imagine so. Yeah, I would hope so. Yeah, I didn't bring a lighter either. I found that interesting, though. Yeah, Manitoba, um, municipalities can do whatever they want. Uh, But Ontario, yeah, you got one chance to. Which is silly. Oakville, Um, I know that Oakville wants to be a no-pot district. New Brunswick? And uh, our prairie provinces, I love this. You can have as many plants as you want in New Brunswick. Yeah. Um, but they have to be in a locked enclosure that's uh, four feet tall. It has to be a minimum of... A minimum four feet. Okay. 1.5 meters minimum, and it has to be locked at all times. That's it's adorable. <laughs> it's uh, Newfoundland and Labrador, same thing. And both of them are uh, uh, 19 years of age. Um, uh, moving on to PEI. Um, you're only allowed to smoke in private residences. Oh. So you have to be home to smoke your pot. So does that mean that you can't smoke it in your backyard? I, you know, I didn't mention that. I would imagine, if, uh, yeah, that's interesting. I'll have to look into that. And obviously in PEI, Green Gables is going to have to admit what they've always been doing. Yeah, exactly. Oh, come on, you're Green Gables. Green Gables. Yeah, right. Um, I love this. In the Northwest Territories, uh, it'll be sold at existing liquor stores, of which there are four. So... Um, <laughs> Uh, <laughs> and it's going to be al- you're allowed to smoke in any public space anywhere in the Northwest Territories as long as it's not being used for a public function. Oh, so if there's you know like you can't smoke at the Canada Day Parade, but but uh, as long as there's nothing going on, go ahead. Oh, isn't that wild? Um, trails, parks, uh, anything. <laughs> I thought that was kind of this is like yep, go ahead. Um, and Nunavut uh, not allowed in public whatsoever so only private Oh, totally private you can't even talk about it in public apparently and Nunavut also uh, only government liquor stores uh, of which there are very very few Um, Saskatchewan is pretty much what you'd expect Saskatchewan to be uh, smoke in private residences and don't talk about it Yep. Um, so I didn't. Uh, oh yeah, the Yukon is so adorable. The Yukon uh, made a red light district in uh, Whitehorse. It's like one block where you're allowed to uh, have pot. Oh really? It's it's their own little red, their little Whitehorse red light district where all the shops will be, and uh, that's where everything will take place. So it's the green light district. Yeah, the green light exactly. I uh, I didn't get information on Quebec, but I'm assuming Quebec will do the exact opposite of what every province is doing. Yeah, um, they do. Uh, there was no information on them. Um, then that's, uh, I think I covered them all. Well, I mean, technically you didn't catch BC or Ontario. No, I was saving those for last. Um, BC actually haven't completely solidified all theirs yet. Because, of course, John Horgan can't make a decision on anything. 
Um, I don't understand why BC would change anything that it's doing um, other than, you know, just make it legal and keep it the way it is. I know they're going to fuck something up, but um, it would make sense to just legalize it as is. Um, I don't see any benefit to shutting down any of the dispensaries that already exist. Um, uh, It's already, um, they said it'll be prohibited in areas where children frequent. Yeah. Um, which I think is fair. Absolutely. But I, I, I would hate for BC to shut down dispensaries and, and make the government run the show. And I, I've got a feeling they might be leaning that way. It wouldn't make sense because they allow free, they allow privatized liquor. So it wouldn't make sense to not allow privatized. I, well, well, I would, I don't expect them to make sense. Um, they're, this Oregon government, they've made no sense since they took over. Um, and again, nobody voted for them. They got 40% of the vote. Uh, if that, um, everyone just voted against Christy Clark. It was not, they didn't care who they were voting for. It was just not Christy Clark. So it was good. Yeah. And we got a complete jackass. Um, and this, this horrible coalition that makes no sense and don't support each other in any way, shape, or form. <laughs> um, yeah, so I, uh, anyway, long story short, I don't, they, they didn't have full information on BC when I was looking because BC hasn't announced yet, and they'll waffle right till the last minute, I'm sure. Oh, absolutely. And then they'll fuck it all up. They'll announce uh, on next, next month that they need more time. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, they'll fuck it up. Absolutely, they will. Um, <laughs> and it's silly. I, I don't know why. Like, finally, here's an opportunity to turn to your, your public and ask them what you should do. Because yeah. they've been doing it right since the beginning of time. Yeah. But, no, can't have that. Public doesn't know any better. <laughs> Even I hate to say it. I, I hate to say it. But get the Emery's involved. Oh. Yeah, no. you know, I know. I don't. It, it felt bad coming out of my mouth, but uh, yeah, you know, get get the get the pothead Chong lives here for fuck's sake. Why yeah. is Chong not on some committee? Yeah, telling exactly. you've got the king of marijuana <laughs> living here. The guy who he he should be running this whole thing. Really, he should be Minister Chong right now. Yeah, him and Seth Rogen. Yeah, shit, there you go. He was still annoying the shit out of me on a daily basis. <laughs> but, yeah, if I had a question about pot, that's who I'd go to. I want him off no. my goddamn trains. <laughs> so I have to ask, so what, what did you, I mean, I'm assuming what, you're going to hit Ontario last year, so what's the big thing with Ontario? Um, what you didn't find out that I know. Let me see what I have on Ontario. I've got it written down in two different spots here. Oh, shoot. I might have torn out. Uh, oh, here we go. Um, bad Justin Trudeau impersonation. I don't... You know what? I have at the bottom of a blank page. Gord will fill us in on Ontario. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Uh, and that's in actually two different pages because I did this for uh, <laughs> for uh, Tuesday night's show and for tonight's show. Um, <laughs> JT likes to party. <laughs> He's going to fucking drop it like it's hot. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, and just a bunch of funny Justin Trudeau quotes that I hope some of them come true. Um, but yeah, I left it all up to you. I Let's see what I remember. Nothing. I'm a, drawing a blank. Okay. So here's Ontario's. Uh, as the basics, um, initially it was going to be only done in LCBOs. Doug Ford has changed that so it would be both privatized and LCBO, along with um, Shoppers Drug Mart has opted into it. Right. Uh, I so knew pharmacies would. Yeah, they'll jump all over that. Um, 19 years of age, um, up to six plants personal to grow. Um, 
that's sort of the basics. Uh, and also, you can't smoke it indoors and you can't smoke it outside. Wow. So, yeah. That makes sense. <laughs> that's very, very confusing. Now, see, where are they on the edibles? Because originally BC was not going to have edibles be legal. And I don't, I, they haven't announced that yet, but it was only going to be smoking. Um, edibles will be available. They will be used because... All because the, you can't smoke anywhere. Well, yeah. Um, that and all the major players like um, Molson's has already announced they're going to be doing a weed-infused beer. Uh, a lot of the big breweries are, are already bringing that one out. So. See now, how is that going to work? Molson being... Uh international company because they are owned by Coors. Um, yeah, this is their Canadian distribution. Though. So no one in, no, but then most of the employees wouldn't be allowed to cross the border. That's correct. Unless it's depending on the division that they work for is the thing I'm assuming is that they work for the plant wow. that does it because it won't be done in the same location. Right. This this It'll be a separate location for it. This border thing is gonna get ugly. Yeah, it's fucking stupid. Um, now here's my issues. Yeah, please continue. Um first thing is is this nineteen years and eighteen years is fucking retarded. Yes. It should be minimum twenty one. The human brain is still developing between eighteen and nineteen and I don't think that it I think that um I just, I mean, again, you're talking to a guy who started smoking when he was 20, um, almost 21. Right. So um, I'm a firm believer that I don't think you should be smoking it under the age of that just because it is can be detrimental to learning. I've, I've, I've seen what it can do to uh, exactly. children. Um, it's it it's not free. <laughs> it makes them stupid. It makes them emotional. It does have negative emotional effects on certain people. People don't uh, like to bring that up, especially people on the pro side. They don't That's mention right. that there is a downside. There are people who get extreme anxiety from it. Uh, there are yeah. people who have mood swings from it. They, they react in a negative way to it. That does happen. No one will admit that, but it does. It does. Um, it's called they're just having a bad trip. No, people do have bad experiences with it. Some people cannot go near it because of how their brain and body reacts. And in my estimation, young people uh, more so than anybody because uh, teenage boys react ridiculously to everything. <laughs> so um, obviously to marijuana they would. Um, one of the biggest things that I have an issue with that... Um, some of my friends are shocked about is the growing of it. I am, I am for it and against it. I think if you are going to be growing it, it has to be heavily regulated because um, growing it, just throwing some plants up in your basement and letting it grow or in a closet produces black mold. Yes. And this is why houses that were previously grow ups have to uh, make it a w known when a house is being sold that this was this because there's a big chance you're going to have to tear down part of the house and rebuild it. Yeah, and generally, from what I've seen, the cost is such that they just demolish the house. Yeah. In so, almost all the cases that I've seen anyway, they just it's too expensive to uh, remediate. That's right. And that's going to happen a lot. Wood, and then even then you got to take out the, the main frame too. So, yeah, no. Yeah, there's going to be a ton of that. And that's going to be an insurance nightmare. That you're going to have to rewrite uh, homeowner's insurance now completely. That's right. Yep. Uh, and this is why I'm against home growing. I Outdoor couldn't agree with you more. Outdoor is one thing. If you're going to be growing it indoors in your house, I think that you need to be held up to a specific set of guidelines in order for you to be able to do it, like proper ventilation, proper air filter, filtration, uh, air movement, all the things you need for a proper grow house. If you're going to be growing at home, you need that in your home. But that involves a massive amount of infrastructure to put in uh, inspectors and, and training personnel and like that. Does that create jobs? I'm sorry. I, I forgot <laughs> to mention that. My bad. What a horrible fucking thing. 
<laughs> Come on. It's, uh, it's, I don't think people understood the implications when they said, hey, let's legalize pot. This is why I said from day one, you don't want pot legal. It's the worst thing you could possibly do. Uh, because people don't think about insurance and, uh, you know, regulators and trainers and, like, so much more goes into this than, than people thought. People just thought, oh, now I can smoke pot legally. No, your whole life is ruined now. Every, everything that was super easy, 21 days from now is going to be very fucking complicated. Um, and and it's going to be different province to province, and people aren't going to keep track of that, and they're going to go visit family and fuck it up. Yep. And it's just going to be a nightmare. And county to county, it's going to get messed that way. If you just go to the next town over, you're going to get fucked over that way. Right? Yep. It's, uh, it's just a mess. You should have left it alone. And I've, been, I've said two years ago, I was saying, don't legalize pot, you don't want it legal, and nobody ever listens to me until it's too late. Yeah, that's right. Like... <laughs> People should. Um, yeah, they really, really, really should. I'm very smart. Um, <laughs> don't let the poor quality of our podcast. Exactly. <laughs> I can. I do good. Just I'm not technologically inclined. Uh, one of the other big issues I have is now. This is something I didn't actually necessarily think of at first, just because. I'm biased in the sense that I love the smell of it. Um, right. But um, in talking with my mom about this, so my mom and I have had some pretty in-depth conversations about weed, which is a very strange thing on her account. Yeah, she's a healthcare professional, is she not? No, but she is known as Dr. Mom. Um, if you have anything that is wrong, if there is anything medically going on, my mother knows more than most nurses and doctors. Right. So it's, yeah, but she does not work in the profession whatsoever. She just knows everything. So, and your problem is with the scent. What's the, uh, what's the issue with the scent? Cause I, I have mine. <laughs> well, here's the thing. So when I moved back and before I moved back, one of the big issues I had about with my mom was I just, I didn't understand why she's keeping the house that she's in it's too big for one person um it's sitting in a pretty prime location you're gonna make a lot of money from it just sell it i don't see what the big deal is and then she brought up one key point and i totally got it and i also get this with my girlfriends with her place right um when we all know how bad cigarette smoke can travel yes weed smoke will travel 10 times farther a cigarette smoke smell will dissipate within half a block. Yeah. Weed can travel for up to 10 blocks. This I know because I can smell it 10 blocks away because I don't smoke it. I know this for a fact because while I was in BC one time, I was smoking in the park, and this guy came up and said, he goes, I've been smelling this for the last eight blocks trying to find out where it came from. It's yours. It smells beautiful. I just wanted to let you guys know and then walked away. For eight blocks. That's crazy. <laughs> not my joint. Yeah, I can yeah, I can smell it like a fart in a car. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so this is where this brings up a key point. One of the main reasons why my mom really wanted to end up keeping her house was the fact that it's a private residence. If you're in a condo and it's legal, people are sitting out in their backyards and they're smoking weed. Right. If you don't like it, or if you have babies and infants in your house, you're never going to be able to have your windows open again. Well, I think most condos will be able to self-regulate their stratazone. Well, yeah, but they'll be able to regulate to say you can't smoke it inside, but they can't say anything about you smoking it on your back step. It's the same with cigarettes. They can't tell you you can't smoke it. They can tell you if you're in an apartment building, you can't smoke on the balcony. Hmm. But if you're standing anywhere near the property and you light up, that smell will travel. Yeah, well, definitely. And it is very strong. So <laughs> I understand my mom's interpretation with it because she's like, I don't want to have to sit there and worry about somebody sparking up a joint and me having to smell it all the time. Well, of course. Now, living with, being at my girlfriend's place, her neighbors smoke weed and cigarettes. And the cigarettes are bad enough because um, constantly because her bedroom window is right above their back patio. 
so every time they come out the back patio and light up a cigarette or light up a joint, it just goes straight into her window. Right. And she can't stand the smell of it. She fucking hates it. She's completely against the drug as it is anyway. But she absolutely hates the smell. For her, it's a repulsive smell. Mm-hmm. Which means on these really nice days, she can't have her fucking window open anymore. And that's, I can understand the frustration with that. With it being illegal, people are a lot more worried about it. They'll either smoke it in indoors with incense and fans going and all this other stuff. And, you know, or they go out for a walk or a drive and, you know, disperse it over a large area in smaller amounts. If you're sitting in your backyard, you can have 20 people over all smoking joints all night long. And everybody in the area has to smell it. Yeah. Or they have to seal themselves in like prison. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm not a fan of the smell myself. I, I, I put up with it, but I don't like it. Um, but see, I'm, I'm uh, on smells in general. I think they should be banned in public. I think perfume should be as well. Yeah, some of them. Um, perfume, for sure. <laughs> uh, just any, I hate perfume. I would rather smell pot than perfume, to be honest. Uh, most of them disgust me, and these, you know, women, every woman reaches a certain age where she feels she needs the entire bottle on. Yeah. To, right. the, to the point where you can taste it. You can literally right. taste it in the air, and it's just the most disgusting, offensive thing. If cigarettes are that offensive to you, uh, perfume's the same to me. Yeah, uh, yeah, I totally agree on that. Um, it's like a bad Italian wedding, you know what I mean? Like, just, oh, yeah. Where am I time-wise here? Uh, keep an eye on the time here, because I, uh, I have to go back. I just left my guitar. I just realized I left my guitar at this girl's apartment. Oh, shit, yes. Because I'm smart. I, I do smart things. <laughs> or I have to call home and tell them I'm going to be late. <laughs> that might work, too, because uh, my plans are not going as planned. So, um, where, uh, where do we end up on this? Are we happy with it? Are we... Horribly disappointed by it. Well, okay. Like, the one of the things I brought up on the last podcast, the other big major issue I have with this is, is there's, a, there's some issues that they're not addressing. One of the biggest issues that they're not addressing is the testing of it. Yes. And I have a huge problem with this because one of the things I really liked about the dispensary that I worked out at, at uh, in BC was that absolutely everything got tested. Of course. And it got tested for everything. Pesticides, mold, uh, contaminants, any other drugs, uh, it got tested for everything. It got tested for THC levels, so you had a basic understanding of what the THC levels were. You knew the uh, genome history of it. So you knew where it came from, what the lineage was, everything. Ontario is fucking all this up because they're saying you don't we don't want you to put the you don't have to put the THC levels on it you don't have to put the lineage on it right um, and no description about it and this is just fucking stupid you wouldn't do this for a pharmaceutical you wouldn't even do this for alcohol alcohol has to have the alcohol content on the bottle of course. That is just straight there, and they're saying you don't have to do it for pot. That is just fucking reckless, and it's stupid. You're doing it to create problems. That's the only reason you're doing it. You're doing it to say, see, more people can't handle this shit. This is why it shouldn't be legal. It's stupid. Yeah, it does. That does seem like that would be the reason, doesn't it? Yeah, it's the only way. It's the only reason it would be done, because it's, 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 it's fucking retarded. Well... So, we shall see. And you said they're going to be ready. They're not going to be ready until April. Yeah, they're not going to have the first store ready until fucking April of next year. So what happens? You, know, you can buy. You can buy it online. Oh, okay. It is available online. You can get it online. It's shipped to you. It's either that day or next day delivery. Um, so you can get it online. That's fine. And that's what they're telling everybody to do. You just get buy it online. And you can get it online. Again, now the problem is, is now you're buying it from a faceless thing. You're basing everything off of a website. There's too much fraudulent shit that can happen with that. I mean, if you go to the right company, obviously it's fine, but newcomers don't know what the right company is. And people are very easy to 
be able to create an algorithm to put your name come up first on a Google search list. Yes. And you could have a fraudulent company and have your name come up first just to fuck people over. And I just, I, I mean, this is just, we're, we're, we're first if you Google our show. Right. So what does that tell you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was just saying. It's, uh, and I didn't even do that. That, that just happened. That just happened. So, uh, yeah, that's how difficult it is to make that happen. Um, you can yeah. not do anything, and it happens. And it just happens. So, yeah, so there's just, there's two. This, again, this is what I always say. If you're going to bring in a new policy for something that you truly don't know much about, you cannot make the policy. You need to bring in people who know about this industry, people who know about the product. Ask Chong. To make the policy right. Ask Tommy Chong. He would. Tommy Chong would do it right. He would make sure that only the cleanest and the best of the best made it out. He would make sure that there was no Jamaican cess shit with seeds and stems coming out all over the place. He would make sure that everything was on the up and up. Nothing was laced. Everything was clean. No molds. No pads. He would make sure everything was right. I think and you're right about that. Yeah, and because, I mean, face it, Tommy Chong does not smoke garbage. You would think not. I mean, uh, I mean, the other person I would put in charge of it, to be totally honest, is I'd put Snoop Dogg in, front of, in charge of it. Yeah, well, you know he's probably in charge of it somewhere along the line anyway. He'll be at JT's yeah, party. Yeah, you know, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you know, because he, he should be there, Jesus Christ, you know. Um, but, yeah, for me, this is one of the big things, is, is even though I don't smoke it anymore... Um, I won't touch it out here because it can't be trusted. Right, of course. And that just freaks me out. You know what I mean? Like I was talking to a friend of mine about it because he sells and I'm like, well, what, what, you know, we're talking about like what he has and he doesn't even care about what strain it is. He has no idea what he's selling. Right. And this is the way Ontario has been selling weed. Uh, in BC, you know the strain. You go to a street dealer, you you will know the strain. You will know everything you need to know about it right from the street guy. And here in Ontario, you know nothing. Yeah. That, you don't even know if it's an indica or sativa. That baffles me. And that just makes no sense because I could never understand why sometimes I would smoke a joint and sometimes I'd get really tired, sometimes i get full of energy. And yeah. it's frustrating if you smoke the wrong stuff before bed and all of a sudden you can't sleep for six hours because you're wide awake because you smoked a sativa. Yeah, of course. That would you know, bother me just, a lot. Yeah, it's frustrating. It's just again, you wouldn't, you wouldn't sell some, give a, uh, a pharmaceutical company wouldn't give somebody a pill and say, ah, it might be an up or it might be a downer. Well, see, I wonder if they can get around that because I believe it's federally regulated that things have to have. It's Health Canada that regulates uh, that things have to have their ingredients and stuff on them. Yeah, but this is. This would fall under like alcohol in the sense that it's not through health canning because you don't have to put what's listing for your beer and your alcohol. You don't have to put your listing on that. Look at every hard liquor bottle. Find me one ingredient list on your liquor bottle. That's interesting. You're not going to find it. Beer does it just because beer likes to advertise what they do so you know what flavors you're getting. Right. They do it out of sheer honest integrity. Ninety percent of the a lot of the weed places aren't going to want to do aren't won't do that just because they don't have to. So why bother? Yeah, I guess so. Well, we'll see what happens. It's October seventeenth. It's going to make for a fun Halloween. Oh fuck! Is it ever? You, you, you know, you know, in the horror movies and Halloween, where it's always that fog that goes right. It's going to be that. It's gonna be yeah, it, <laughs> this whole country is going to smell. If it goes ten blocks, it'll go coast to coast on the seventeenth of October. Oh yeah, absolutely, it will. I'm, I, like I said, I am legit freaking out about this. I just, I don't agree with it. I just, I think, should it be legal? Yes, to an extent. Decriminalize. Uh, Decriminalize. No, I do think it should be legal in the sense that, like, hemp should be 100% legal. That's just fucking retarded that that's not even legal at all. Oh, There's nothing bad about it. I'm not even going to get started on the hemp argument. We don't have time for that. No. That's just ridiculous. Yeah. Um, So... That's never made but, sense, even in the, when pot... Well, it, it makes sense in the sense that it would ruin the car. The first Ford Model T ran on hemp oil. Yeah. And how well did it run? 
perfectly fine? Perfectly fine. It was just the British invented benzene, and that cost more. And it was government-run. That's right. So, yeah, so I just think if you're going to make it legal, it has to be... Again, there's a lot of regulations I agree with in the sense of, like, I don't think you should be able to... Um, like much like wherever you can't smoke a cigarette, you can't smoke a joint. I think that's perfectly fine. That makes sense. Uh, to me. You're not allowed to smoke a joint in a car, you know, because like, you can't drink in a car. Yeah, exactly. And that's you know, only uh, that's only in Alberta, I believe. That's that, right. And that should be that should just be across the board. You know what I mean? Like there's just certain laws that have to be done across the board and say no, you can't do this. No, you can't do this. And they're not doing it, and they're just, they're fucking stupid about it because you're listening. Keep in mind, the last time I went to a 420 event in BC, uh, just before I moved back, I've never been more angry in my life. I remember. When I heard this fucking moron on stage saying, everybody should smoke weed, even children should be smoking weed. And I was just, when I rate, no, they shouldn't. You're a fucking idiot. He's the same one who compared their movement to the gay pride movement. Uh, uh, this year. And, and he compared them to, first of all, the black, um, you know, black rights. And he stopped that real quick. (laughs) He realized what he was saying. And then he compared himself to gay rights. And that's when I just, I lost it because no, your your battle is not the same. Um, go watch the Matthew Shepard documentary and ask his parents how they feel about your smoking weed with kids. Yeah, um, exactly. You know, I don't know if you're familiar. It's a fantastic movie, but um, yeah, I know of it, but I don't know. Matthew Shepard was one of one of the cases that broke um, the homosexual conversation in the '90s. He was chained to a fence and beaten for two days by a gang because he was gay <laughs> and then left there to die that happened and i have not heard of that happen for anybody smoking weed ever. no 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 one's no one's ever had to fear for their life because they smoke weed hey i'm watching no. this is somebody cuffed here or are these just four cops talking okay we're going to um, just walk right on by and hope these four cops take no notice of us. Because uh, with my track record lately, not looking, not looking good. And they've all got those shiny new tasers. I know they're itching to use them. Oh, yeah, they are. Um, <laughs> that's funny, man. They, they paid no attention to me. Thank God. There's four of them. They look very intimidating. The VTD is very scary. Yeah, you don't want to fuck with them. Um, except for the women. They're fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> women in uniform. Um, but they've been really cracking down lately, and they're they're freaking everybody out. They seem like they're just bored, but they're yeah. really coming down hard on us um, in this area. And I'm, frankly, I'm scared shitless of police to begin with. I, I think police are a good thing. I'm always on the police's side, but they, they're not on my side. All the time, no. they they scare me no. because they can they can do a lot to you uh, that goes unnoticed. Yeah, they can absolutely do a lot to you. And their uh, their their idea of resisting <laughs> uh, leaves oh. leaves a lot to interpretation. Let's put it that way. Just Does because it, you yell the word "stop resisting" doesn't mean the person's resisting. Hey, right. <laughs> And generally, I've, I got that. The last time I had an incident with them, well, the last time was fine. It was the time before that. But, uh, <laughs> um, yeah, I really made a cough a lot. I don't know. But, yeah, I had that same thing where I was not resisting. In any way, he was twisting my arm in a way that arms don't go. That's not resisting. That's bone not breaking. Oh, <laughs> uh, God. That's, my arm doesn't turn that way. That's not resisting. <laughs> Um, fucking cops. Yeah, they bother me. Yeah. Um, so we'll see, we'll see. I wonder what they're going to do with this. That's interesting, too. The whole part of this, I don't know. Too many, more more questions than answers at this point. It's just going to be a wait and see kind of a situation. Which scares me even more. 
Uh, I just don't agree with how it's all being done. It's so frustrating. No, it's yeah. It it, 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 it's it, not that difficult. They're making it 10,000 times more difficult than it has to be. Yeah, and spreading it out, letting 13 different governments deal with it their own way is not the answer. Um, yeah, exactly. They should have just come out with a big book and said, here's the rules. That's you know, right. Give it to the Canadian Senate to do. They've got nothing to do anyway. Yeah, they're bored. <laughs> well, make them work for it. Once off every summer, and they make them work for it. They do nothing. They could use a job every now and then. Every twenty years, give them something to do. Oh, um, bugs me. Yeah, the Senate bugs me. That's a whole other podcast. Um, so there. That's my stance on the whole thing. I'm just, I'm, I'm on the fence with the whole thing. I just. I'm happy, I'm glad to see that they've come to their senses to realize that it's not this dangerously reckless thing, but Ontario specifically, Canada as a whole, for the most part, is so far behind the times with what their knowledge is about it, that they have no right to make laws about it. Exactly, well said, I like that. They don't even fucking understand the basic principles of CBD, CBN, you know, they don't even understand what this stuff is. They know the terms because people use it. They don't know how well it works. They don't know how it can work. They don't know the difference between where it comes from. Can you have one without the other? How do you mix the two? Just They just don't understand. Right. You know, so they can't make laws about something they don't understand. You just don't do that. It's reckless. It's dangerous. You're putting people's lives at risk and you're putting people's health at risk. They're just stupid. And Absolutely couldn't agree more. Yeah. Um, on that note, I don't want to end the podcast by any means, but I do have to uh, interrupt briefly. Is that okay? Yeah. Um, I actually I will have to actually end my end of it on this one just because I, I've made it home about finally. Okay. Desperate need of a toilet. Right. And a shower and a sleep. Well, that's too bad. I wanted to bring you in on the next topic, but maybe we'll just leave it for next time then. Um, what is because, the next topic if we can, uh, we, can with it. we can do it uh, definitely tomorrow, but I just wanted to talk about uh, racial tension in BC at an all-time high right now because, yet again, another white man has been attacked, totally unprovoked, by a black bear. <laughs> Uh, animal? It seems to be a just, I, I don't like to point out specific groups in somewhere as diverse as BC, but the black bears are doing a lot of attacking the white people. And are you talking about the, the bears as in like the gay guys? No, no, the black bears, actual bears. <laughs> uh, now, there has been a few grizzly attacks, but out of 20,000 attacks across Canada, the majority are black bears on white people. And uh, I think it's time we open a dialogue about this before it gets out of hand. I can very quickly throw a very quick point of uh, form of a fast opinion on this. White people are fucking stupid, and they put themselves in stupid positions. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> but I don't like Some to make it. An, are smart enough to avoid them. I don't like to make it a race thing, but it just happens to be a lot of black bears, and I think they're trying to make a point across the country. I can actually give you, I'm going to give you a very quick story about that one. Very quickly. When I worked at the knife company, I actually had a guy as a family, a husband, a wife, and their, and their son. They were from, the fuck were they from? New Zealand, Australia. I can't remember one of the two. And white family. And they came and they were talking about that they wanted to go and they wanted to go and interact with a bear. And I'm like, what do you mean? He says, well, we want to go and find bears and we want to basically approach them. I'm like, you want to take your child to a wild bear and fuck with it. Yeah. This, 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 is, this is your plan? I said, I said, no, look, I mean, far from me be it as a store manager to misrepresent the company, but you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> and he's like, well, what do you mean? I'm like, you're talking with a bear, dude. Their paw is bigger than your head. My favorite case. Wife and you're done. <laughs> my favorite case. It was uh, uh, just reported the most recent one where uh, a bear attacked a couple of hunters. Now, at first, the bear bit into a can of bear spray, and that seemed to agitate. It, it, that seemed to agitate him enough to attack the hunters. 
So I thought that was just brilliant. He got pissed off because they had bear spray, so he attacked them. Oh, um, great. <laughs> uh, 20,000 attacks across Canada. Uh, in Ontario, there's been some. Uh, Quebec, Manitoba, Alberta. It's all over the country. Bears are taking a stand. And I agree with the bears. To be I got to say I'm on the bears' side. Uh, we built way up into a mountain where we didn't belong. And people go, oh, there's bears in my backyard. No, there's humans in their backyard. Yeah, that's the difference, my friend. Absolutely. So I, I was, there's really not much more I wanted to get into about that. I just wanted to make the funny joke because it is all black bears. And uh, it's really time for some sort of reconciliation act to be passed where we smooth things over with the blacks. Yeah, well, <laughs> we got to do something about the blacks getting out of hand. At least if there were more different... Bears attacking, it would look a lot better for him. I'm just saying. <laughs> Racist, furry bastard. Although, we could possibly ship a bunch of them to the States and see how they deal with the white cops shooting all the blacks. <laughs> Maybe you'll see it all stop real fast. Yeah, that, could, that could turn the tables pretty quick if uh, white cops start getting eaten every day. <laughs> uh, there'd be a lot of people that'd be happy to hear that. Oh, absolutely. I'd be on their side. Yeah. So, um, I guess, you know what, that's a, that's a good place to end if you want. I don't have much more to talk about. Yeah, that'll um, work. I, uh, uh, nice short. I like that. Um, it's good once in a while to do it that way. Um, absolutely. It's unfortunate that all of these things I have to do have come up tonight, but uh, we'll see how it how it pans out. And at the very least, I'm going to have some interesting stories for the next podcast. I guarantee that. <laughs> And I always look forward to when that happens. Um, real quick, just because I'm probably not going to record after this, but I'll get more onto it uh, if I do a show tomorrow during the day. Uh, Champion Tea Entertainment Company has a new client uh, signed on and actually paid in advance. So that's uh, new very and exciting. Um, very cool. Uh, singer wants to do a Christmas album, wants me to plan Christmas shows. Uh, now the interesting thing is she's mid operation and not sure if she wants to appear as herself or as the man she's soon to be. Oh, interesting. Okay. So she's much more comfortable and confident as a female because becoming a man is very new to her. Um, she's in her fifties. Um, I'm sorry, he, I guess. I don't know where she's at. It's very confusing. Yes. But great client, um, with money and very eager to pay for my services. So finally I have a paying client. Um, That's awesome. As I've mentioned, I do have two others, and I have been in contact with them recently. So uh, this is happening. Champion Tree Entertainment Company is officially a money-making venture, finally. About time. So we'll see how it goes. Um, also, this week we're going to have to make a decision on the run for mayor. I think I'm just going to have to throw my support behind someone else, but uh, all stuff we can talk about when you're not full of shit. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Well-worded, my friend. <laughs> so on that note, everybody, I don't know if Gord will be joining us tomorrow. I, I will definitely be back with a whole bunch of stuff um, to talk about. So until tomorrow, take care of each other. Be nice, everybody. There we go. Awesome. That was fun and easy. That was. That was really informative fun, too. I like it. That. was. It's been a while since we've done an informative one. It's true. I'm looking forward to your title for this one. Oh, it's going to have I'm going to have to think about it. Yeah. yeah There's a lot. But, uh, yeah, it's going to be a fun year. Yeah, um, absolutely. It's going to be interesting. And if this uh, he, she turns out to be anything that she says she is, uh, she might have some good contacts for us. So wicked. Um, yeah, very cool. So go, go enjoy your, the rest of your evening. I won't keep you. <laughs> All right. All right, my friend, uh, you have a good night and you too? Uh, yeah, hopefully tomorrow I should be able to, shouldn't be a problem. Yeah. Let me know. I'm going to do one during the day, but it'll just be the Spreaker one that I do. So, okay. um, nothing exciting. I just want to talk about me. <laughs> <laughs> um, what's going on um, and I have a new song I want to play I, I should have done that I'm not, I'll do that on ours if we do it tomorrow night it's a really good song 
Okay, and I love the logo, by the way. I, no, I thought you right. <laughs> I couldn't believe I found it. What it is, it's just a, like a, it's called brandy, and you just put in whatever words you want, and then you pick a category. And I just, oh, okay. I, I just pick the agriculture category, and then it pumps out like 10 different logos for you. <laughs> and one of them was corn. I was like, you're fucking kidding me. Oh, that is just great. So, yeah, I'll keep sending them to you. I I put them they're they're what I use as our profile picture. So, okay. But I've got a hundred different ones. I thought that was just great. Well, I hope to talk to you tomorrow. Um, are you working? Uh, I have tomorrow off, but cool. uh, my girlfriend, because uh, she runs her own uh, house cleaning business. Right. And um, what she has a client that. Um, is hiring me as well tomorrow for two jobs. One is I'm going to be sharpening a bunch of her knives, so that's cool. Oh, neat. And also, while my girlfriend is cleaning the house, I'll be helping clean and organize and move things, and she's paying me like 30 bucks an hour to do it. So. Very cool. So, yeah, so that's pretty cool. So it's a nice little bit of cash in hand. So, yeah, for a day off, I'm going to be getting paid some pretty decent money tomorrow. So. That's awesome. Yeah, so I'm looking forward to that because I'm cool. going to do this because this new job I'm going to be getting could be a little bit before I actually start seeing some real money. So Yeah, uh, same with me. Um, well, I, I started in – well, you want to go. I'll, I'll bug you about it tomorrow, but the uh, the whole um, uh, uh, social worker thing. Yes. I'm officially now on call at Insight, so now I get paid oh, to hang out there. Congratulations, that's awesome. It's it's ten bucks an hour because you're technically a paid volunteer, so they don't have to pay minimum wage. Very nice. Okay. But whatever, I'm there half the night anyway. Might as well get paid yeah. to stand there. They don't do anything, so yeah, it's it's great. Uh, yeah. But yeah, foot in the door anyway. Absolutely, um, that's awesome. Congratulations. This whole social worker thing could actually happen. Yeah, and that's awesome. going to be kind of cool. Um, yeah, and I'll have stories for you tomorrow, definitely. Even if we can't do a podcast, maybe just uh, give a quick call, tell me how your day went, and I'll tell you how this night goes. Absolutely. <laughs> we'll do one of the two for sure. Sounds good, buddy. All right, my friend. You have a good night. You too. Cheers. Okay. Did we record everything? We did.